0: What's up, everybody? I want to welcome you to Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm giving it to you straight out of God's word through practical and biblical conversations based on God's word, because it is the truth of God's word that sets you free and brings grace to every hear. This is Hope Lamberson, and you are listening to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. Hey guys, and I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. We are in the month of September, and we've had some amazing interviews already happen. And Today's guest, um, I cannot wait to introduce you to her. So Her name is Brandy Harrington, and she's not only a friend of mine who also attends my local church here with me locally, but Brandy is also a wife, a mother, a real estate broker, and an investor and now she's actually an author. She was inspired to write what's called My Coins Journal after having to scramble to find financial information after her mother suddenly became ill. Brandy lives in Jackson and resides with her husband and her two daughters. But I want to tell you a little bit about the My Coins uh, journal and how you can get a copy of her book. And you'll hear from her later on in the episode how you can follow her on social media and buy and purchase that coins journal. But we've all had these situations in our life, even I love how Brandy puts it, where it's called a suddenly situation. And a suddenly situation is basically when someone that is near and dear to us, Um, Pretty much a family member, we could say, that has suddenly become ill, like I mentioned when her mother became ill, or perhaps suddenly they went to the hospital, or maybe suddenly you had to take over their personal finances to get them better. If you know or have answered yes to any of those suddenly questions, then you know how hectic and chaotic those moments are. In fact, when these events occur, it often leaves most people going on scavenger hunts to find necessary and important documents. And so this journal that Brandy created helps eliminate the scavenger hunt during these suddenly moments. It even allows you to write all your information, financially, information down in one place to avoid confusion, headaches um grief all these kind of things and so when something unexpectedly suddenly occurs and you need to quickly access important documents quickly the my coins journal is super helpful in doing that So I'm so excited to have Brandy on our podcast episode today for her to share your heart, us to laugh, um, even know what to do during when these suddenly moments happen, because they do happen in all of our lives. And she is just a great uh, cheerleader and a firm believer in Christ. And you're going to love just all that she brings to the table. So I'm super excited. Can't wait for you guys to meet her. And let's give it up for my friend Brandy Harrington. Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I am super excited to have an open invitation with today's guest. And you guys know that as we've been interviewing different people for 2020, we've had some amazing people come on the show. Um, We not only have people that tune in from all around the world, but so many of our guests are pastors or pastors' lives, people in ministry, they're authors, they're even Dove Award Grammy winners. It just goes on and on. And so if you've missed some previous episodes on Straight Talk with Hope, I want to encourage you to go and check those out. You can access any of our podcast episodes, which I'm pretty sure we're up to about 47 of those. And you can tune in and find those on Apple, iTunes, Spotify and Anchor. But I'm super excited because today's guest, and I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. You've already heard a little bit of her bio as an intro before we get into today's interview. But I have on the show today, Brandy Harrington. Brandy, I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I was telling guys, I was telling Brandy, I was like, okay, we were trying to figure out a time and a date when to do this. And as you know, like COVID has been everywhere. Kids have been everywhere. And so we've been trying to navigate how that needs to work. And so I was like, you know what, let's just have it at my house, 10 o'clock. Let's do this thing. And so here we are today. Um, we want to jump in and I was telling Brandy this y'all that, you know, I like you guys to kind of get to know our people that we're interviewing because they may know me or they're getting to know me, but they don't know our guest. And so what we're going to do today is I'm going to get into it by asking you a couple of fun questions. Sure. So a couple of questions that we're going to talk about today. Um, as I was saying, like, we like to have everybody kind of get a feel for our guests and everything. And so before we do that, though, let me back up and let's talk about how you and I know each other. Okay. So do you want to talk that about your story on that? Yeah, of course. Let's, let me, let's talk about that.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, obviously, we attend Word of Life Church. Here in flowwood and we started off my recollection and i could be wrong is children's church in the children's ministry i remember seeing you always smiling and i didn't know who you were in terms of i thought that's who you know pastor joel's sister i just remember you always being super nice smiling at everyone and just talking to everybody and then i got to know you yeah um, and so i just remember that as my first encounter with you just being always smiling and always super nice
0: yes I that is so funny i um actually you know so when i remember seeing you at our church so like brandy said we go to the same church here locally in our state of mississippi and when i first saw you i was like man that girl is amazing like she you just have this um I don't know what a demeanor, I guess you could say, where when you walk, you're like confident. And I love that. Like when I see a confident woman and she's a mom and a wife, I'm like, yes, girl. (laughs) Like, I just love that. And I remember seeing you walking through the church halls. I'm pretty sure you probably had your two daughters with you checking them in, like you said, through the children's area. And then I came home talking to my husband about like, I saw this beautiful woman today and I don't know who she is and all this. And then started talking about it. And then um, he was like, is she married? And I was like, yeah, I saw her husband. He's got like long dreads. And so like in our church that I know of that I've seen, it's like only two people maybe with long dreads. And I already knew the other dude in his life. So I was like, well, it's definitely not them. And Ryan was like, oh, yeah, Joe. And I just cracked up. I'm like, well, I don't know, Joe, but I guess that would be her husband. And so my husband is also a huge fan of your husband. He just lights up when he sees Joe. I think the last time we ran into him, I don't know if he told you, he was in the box a line. Yes, we were
1: behind you. I was like, is that- Were you, you in the yeah, car? In the oh car. my I gosh. Surprised. I didn't even see y'all in there. Yes. I was like, is that Ryan? And I, I think your boys. That's what gave it away. I was like, I said, Joe, is that Ryan and the boys? He said, wait, is it? And then when he heard him order- he, that's when Joe said to him, Hey Ryan or something. But yeah, we thought that was so funny. funny. And all the time to me, think about it. Bobs that night. It was. I know <laughs> we, that is
0: one of our downfalls during COVID. Yes. I would have to say well, not as much me, but Ryan got on this kick where he was like getting bops like every other night. And we've already talked really? about his Starbucks addiction yeah but at nighttime it was like the bobs addiction i was like what is happening to the frozen custard i mean oh my goodness it's really
1: great i mean my kids are like that as well the girls love it they will if they can swindle their dad to go every day yeah it's like the same thing every day and he falls for it too i'm like what are you doing he's like oh well they just wanted ice cream i'm like really they just had ice cream yesterday
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Okay, so let's talk about these fun questions. Sure. And I um, I kind of gave you these questions like ahead of time and everything, but I've been asking all of our guest interviews the same kind of questions. Okay. I've changed it up a little bit based on people's personalities, mm-hmm. but um, there's like kind of like a fun question and then there's more like <laughs> a, a serious question. And I intended them to be all fun. Okay. But then when I unlocked the serious question, I was like, I started to find so much truth in people's answers mm-hmm. when they began to answer the second question. And it actually opened up some other conversations, but it also had that person that I was interviewing do kind of a self reflection themselves, mm-hmm. but still cause growth within myself. Okay. So, first question is this. What would you say has been your saving grace routine or even a product during the whole COVID quarantine time?
1: My saving grace actually would be just in my house, in my guest room, is uh, I've taken over the guest closet and made it my prayer closet. And throughout this Obviously uncertainty, that has been my saving grace because it's where I can go and honestly just unwind and let all of the stress go away and all of the concerns and the worry. Because what I found is when I tell myself, when I go there, literally let it go. Like I have a little drawn a line drawn in my rug, like this is it, it can't come past here. And yeah. then I can really go in there and just say, you know, and really be myself because it's so—it's been so much with having the kids, um, homeschooling. Just yeah. can we go out? Can I touch this? I need to go to the grocery store, and all of these anxieties and this concern for what what happens next. You know, and just seeing so many people be affected in so many different ways. But if, when I go there, that is my saving grace because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I know—or even at the beginning of the day—there is, is safe. It's love, And it's just so much warmth there. And yeah. it's just like, I don't have to worry. I yeah. don't have to be concerned when I'm there. And that's really what gets me through every day.
0: Mm, that is awesome. I love that. You know, I've heard so many people say during quarantine and COVID and all of that, that they have done that very thing where they have maybe even not were intentional with prayer and then started tapping into being more making it a routine and like you said turn a specific couch or a chair a closet into that where it was just like them and god time and i love that okay so question number two is this if you could go back in time like we'll just say five years ago okay what is one tip that you would tell yourself now in 2020? It all works out. It all works out. I love that. <laughs>
1: First thing it came up, it all works out. I think five years ago, I think when you think about life, we get so stressed out on today. Yeah. And trying to make everything work today. And we have these agendas and we have these schedules and we have all these plans. And for me, even five years ago, it's just... I'm very meticulous. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And we overexert ourselves in so many different ways. I think about now having kids. You think about five years ago with your children and how when you were the first time mom, how was I going to get through this? How was yeah. I going to do that? And how am I going to, you know, all these pressures, but guess what? It all worked out, right? Yeah. And we put so much stress on ourselves of trying to be perfect and trying to, you know, get up and do this and, you know, juggle everything that at the end of the day, when we look back, we're like, oh. It didn't work out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like we made it to be. We overexerted ourselves with all these what ifs. Yeah. That a lot of the things that we think is going to happen doesn't. Yeah. And even if it does, it's not as bad as we think. Right. And it, we are like, oh, I just wasted all this energy for this. Yeah. And so
0: it all works out. Yeah. People overanalyze things mm-hmm. in their heads. Yes. And when they do that, it starts to breed fear, Correct. like you said, and then there, it's not going to turn out exactly the worst possible scenario in our minds that we've role-played. Correct. I had another um, interview guest several months back, and when I asked her that question, she said, similar to what you said, but she said, take the pressure off. Mm, yes. And. To me, those two go hand in hand, taking the pressure off because it is all going to work out. Right. I love that because, you know, I was listening to a song yesterday, in fact, and have you heard of the new uh, Christian radio station here? I think it's like 93.9. Okay. It's called Air something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the worship music on there is amazing okay. and it's up to date, which I totally mm-hmm. love. <laughs> Um, cause some, I mean, yeah, some, don't hate on me now when I say this, but some Christian music out there is not good. It's horrible to listen to yeah. and it's doubt and unbelief. So yeah. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. so this new station came out and my husband was telling me about it. And I was like, no, so I programmed it in my car and yesterday I was listening to it and it was, um, A song written by Corey Asbury called Sparrows. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about that just as God takes care of the sparrows and the birds of the air, he's going to take care of you. It's all going to work out. Mm -hmm. We just got to continue to trust in him and give him every hour, every minute of our entire day. So, okay. Last question. And then we'll jump into today's hashtag. So we already, I already kind of guessed. And we had this conversation before we started recording that you drink coffee. Yeah. So what is your favorite kind of coffee drink? Do you drink it black? Do you like creamer? Is there a flavor? Yeah, that's definitely a mocha flavor. Oh. I
1: like mocha. I need a little sugar. I've tried black, it was just too strong. Yeah. I need it to be a little, not overly sweet, but yeah. just a little flavor. A hint. Uh, a hint. Yeah, yeah. I have to have a hint. So I am a coffee fan. We'll have to have one. I try to at least not do it every day. Um, let me say that. Okay. <laughs> I'll try.
0: Well, you're run up on me because I definitely have it every day. <laughs> Okay, so today's hashtag, you guys, I'm so excited for you to hear and really dig in deep and get to know Brandy and all that she is, not just as a wife, a mom, a leader, a career person, Um, but also we're going to dive into a journal that she's written called My Coins Journal. And today's hashtag, we were talking about this and Um, We decided to go with hashtag overcomer. So maybe you're listening right now and you're like, you know, Hope, there's some things in my life that I have overcome or I have beat, I have walked through it. Or maybe you're in a position and you're completely opposite right now listening and you're like, I'm struggling right now. Like there are things in my life that I want to overcome, but I don't know how to overcome those things. And I'm so excited um, to have Brandy tap into not just this hashtag, but her journal, because in a nutshell, it's kind of summing up, if you will, when suddenly things happen to us Mm -hmm. and sometimes we see them coming. There's a little bit of a forewarning and sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't even see it coming. It just suddenly takes place and happens and catches us off guard And so I was, you know, going through some of the information and on websites and stuff with this, with the My Coins Journal. And it made me think, and we have a a little bit of a similar story, because for those of you who don't know, Brandy and I have both lost a parent. And as I was studying up on the My Coins Journal, I was thinking back to a suddenly time in my life when... Um, I had just turned 21 and a few days after turning, well, actually I was about to turn 21. So a few days before I turned 21, about to graduate from Bible school, um, a two-year college living in another state, I got the news of suddenly. Mm -hmm. And I got the news that my father, who was a senior pastor of a very successful church had passed away. And I actually got, this is really sad, but I got the news on a voicemail from my grandmother because I was in class at the time and they could not get a hold of me fast enough. And my phone was in my book bag. And so I didn't realize it was going off and was left on a voicemail. And I thought, my grandmother has gone crazy. There's no way that this has happened. Because it was suddenly, Mm -hmm. it was totally unexpected. Um, Maybe not for other people that were currently living with him because they were having day to day interaction. Mm -hmm. But for me living three states off, I was not there to hear conversations and to talk about those things or whatever it may be. And so it was suddenly news for me to hear that. So I want you to kind of talk to our listeners about the hashtag overcomer and about how God put it on your heart with your situation of your mom and losing a parent with the my coins journal. So that's a loaded question I know in the hashtag, but maybe start with that, the (laughs) hashtag about overcomer. Okay. So if,
1: Thinking back to these hashtag overcomer, what really resonates the most with me right now is being able to know, like we talked about earlier, having that place to go and where life is easy, where life is calm. So when I think about overcoming something, you think about obviously you go through a suddenly moment like you we talked about, and you're trying to find A new normal, see, because right Mm -hmm. now everything is chaotic, right? Yeah. Everything is like turned upside down. We're literally scrambling, we're through chaos, and we're just trying to go back to what we're used to. Yeah. And in those moments, it's easy to get into like a black hole. It's easy to fall into something where it's no, stay here is good. You know, it's it's a nice place to be here, right? Because there's people know when you're in this moment, this is a lot to deal with. Yeah. So they of course are understanding they're sympathetic Mm -hmm. and everyone gets it. Who's ever lost a loved one. However, in those moments you can stay there and you can live there. And I really believe the enemy saying, you know what? I want you to live here. Yeah. But God is saying, that's not where I've designed you. That's not who I made you to be. Yeah. You don't live there. That's not your address. Yeah. That's not a designation. That's not a place that we're going to travel to. Yes. You were there. Okay. Mm -hmm. I get it. But with my grace, I make it, I help you overcome. Yeah. Now turn to me and and now look at me. Literally during that that season, as I kept going, God like questioning and wondering and 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 crying out to him, his strength is how I became an overcomer. Mm-hmm. Because every time I wanted to get down and every time I wanted to go back to that desert, that Destination, yeah. It's like, no, mm -mm, that's not where I want you to be. Yeah. I've called you for more. I have an assignment for you. Yeah. A lot of times people they can birth things through pain. Pain pushes a lot of different things that people and sometimes we but we don't see it because we want to have that pity party, right? Yeah. I mean, we really want the rose, we want the band, because it's good because people see us (laughs) and they're like, Yes, I get it. And some of your our friends, think about it, they don't really know what to say. So they help. Aid us and they give us a party for it, right? Yeah. They help us pet this, you know, and help us be able to say, it's okay. Yeah, you can keep being like this. In reality, at, at some point, we have to say, Okay, yeah, it's enough. Yeah. And then you say, Okay, Lord, where do you, how do you, what, what do I need to know from this? Where do I need to go? And how do I overcome this? Yeah. And it really isn't at that moment where. We see God be God in terms of His strength, mm-hmm. because when you think about it, we've lost a loved one. Yeah, we have no strength at that point. If yeah, you think about it. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. There is no strength because in our mind, we can't see past tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. how can I go on? This was my, you know, the person that birthed me. They were there for all these twenty-one years, yeah. however many years, and they're gone. Yeah, and now you just want me to get up and just walk around like nothing. Wrong. No, that's not what I'm saying. You're saying, God, help me. Yeah now you're birthing God, your dependency on him. Yeah. And your dependency, like you said earlier, 24 hours, like, like, Lord, help me see what I need to see. Mm -hmm. Help me navigate now through this this transition because I'm lost. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. I'm in a dark place, and the only person I know that could help me is you. Yeah, because my friends can only be so much. Because in the middle night of the the middle of the night, mm-hmm. when you're crying tears, your friends are not there. Yeah, you know your loved ones or even your husband, or spouse, significant other, if they haven't lost a loved one. Yeah. They don't understand. They don't get it. Yeah. So I think we have to look and tap into ourselves and really understand to overcome something. We need help. And the only help that I know of is that of God.
0: Yeah. That's so true. I was listening to something. I think it was on another podcast, actually. And they were talking about on there, like, people you know, want to be sympathetic towards you. They want to help you figure it out or... Mm -hmm bake you some cookies or whatever it may be to help give you a break from your kids or whatever during a suddenly moment Mm -hmm. or a hard time or whatever. But if they haven't walked through it themselves, it's hard to explain even to a spouse, Mm -hmm. you know, like my spouse is a great man, Mm -hmm. but he hasn't currently lost a parent. And I know everyone's relationships look different with their parents, but at the same time, if you're trying to get them to understand it, right. but they, they still can't wrap their minds around it, mm-hmm. even if they're trying to bring God in the situation right. a little bit. Because um, I can remember like, gosh, so me and my husband have been married 17 years, just a few days ago. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And I can remember like probably 13, 14, 15 years into our marriage. One day my husband sat me down and I don't know what had triggered the conversation, but if we were talking about losing my dad, mm-hmm. he, he never met my dad, my mm-hmm. husband, but we were talking about what that does to mm-hmm. a person, you know? And he was like, this really hit me hard, but he was like, hope you, I don't think just in living with you and knowing you and hearing your story a little bit on the subject of a suddenly moment, losing someone, that you love he said I don't think you've ever truly grieved and I was like yes I have <laughs> like dude where have you been like this is out in the forefront still of everyone that knows this I mean <clears throat> even if you go to our church you're gonna hear it at least once a month that when he said that to me we were having that conversation about the loss of a loved one he was like I don't think that you've ever truly grieved over him and I was like yes I have like i've walked through this we hear about this all the time everywhere we go that people run into us on social media or are here locally in our church or whatever it may be and i was like yes i have greeted. and i don't know what made me go back and kind of relive that suddenly mm-hmm. moment but i think he was right i think that when he said that and i started to just look at my life in general even though I thought I had given it to God and turned it over to God, there was still some underlining factor of bitterness Mm -hmm. towards God. Mm -hmm. Even though I love God, even though I've been raised up in God and a faith filled community and church, I was just like, I think I am bitter towards God a little bit because I felt like on my story with it all that, i did not get to say goodbye Mm -hmm. and i know different ones did and didn't Mm -hmm. but living in other states Mm -hmm. i felt like i had been robbed Mm -hmm. if you will that i was not able to truly not only say physically naturally goodbye but all these years and months Mm because i maybe got to come home and see my dad maybe three times a year and so i felt like god How could Mm -hmm. you do this? Like, I know you didn't do this, but Mm -hmm. because you're a good God and a loving, faithful God. But how could I not have that opportunity to know that it was coming and not have the opportunity to just have those conversations with him and be in the same place with him when all of this suddenly happens? Mm -hmm. And I had to deal with that. Mm -hmm. I had to deal with that root of bitterness and that underlining factor, even of grief, where it was like, okay, you need to let go of this. You need to move forward in this. And like you said, it goes back to the hashtag. It's something that everybody has to overcome Mm -hmm. when they lose a loved one. Mm -hmm. And knowing how to navigate those seasons is never easy. Um, which you're going to talk about this with the my Coins journal. But I was like, I needed Brandy's journal <laughs> 21 years ago oh my goodness. when this happened. Yes. Because on, on our sphere of family, when we had lost that, uh, our father, we didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 21. Right. My brother is 17. Right. And we're just like, Exactly. What, like, like you were saying with your mom, she had a business. What are we going to do with this business? And what are we going to do with this church? And, exactly. you know, like, who's going to preach? And, well, maybe you should <laughs> preach. I mean, we were throwing out crazy scenarios, like, and trying to make it all work before we even landed mm-hmm. on what God wanted to do mm-hmm. because of fear, mm-hmm. because the suddenly caught us off guard, mm-hmm. not knowing how to have a plan. Um, financially or even in the natural things that you got to figure out. And literally, like, I don't know, like you said, this, this subject of overcoming and even like when you're, you're talking about losing a loved one with your journal is never comfortable right. talking to anyone because no one wants to talk about, well, what if your spouse does? Mm-hmm. Well, what if something happens, you know, to your parent or mm-hmm. whatever, And for me, I think it's a little easier to talk about it Mm -hmm. just because, like, I've walked through that situation. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, I need I wish I would have had a plan of action a little bit more, you know, organizational wise to be aggressive with it. So I could have an easier way to navigate what that season looks like. And so um, let's talk about that journal like you you t- you told me a little bit because i asked you before this interview like what how did this start with your mom so kind of tell everybody about that story okay well before we get into the story
1: let's i, I wrote down a couple notes that I definitely want to make sure i don't forget and one of the things that you mentioned was did you ever process and grieve and one of the things that i remember going through this is going through those exact feelings like my um younger brother who was at mississippi state um, my sister-in-law called me and told me that he, because again, he was my, my the the baby boy, yeah. um, he took it the worst, um, because of the fact that he never really dealt with it. He wasn't there. Yeah. My oldest brother, um, lived in Chicago. He wasn't there. So everything mm-hmm. fell on me. Mm-hmm. And so that amount of pressure, not having your your spouse, your family, your siblings to help yeah. you, you grieve differently, you yeah. process differently. And I even think about, um, how, how does that look, you know? And mm-hmm. I think one of the things you said was, "Did I really grieve that?" Because when you're in those moments where, let's just say, you're the most responsible, or maybe you're the only one there in the city with your loved one. Yeah, you have to grieve differently. And yeah. I think throughout time we've talked about it. We were able to dialogue now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. of course, therapy. Um, I'll be honest. We we had I had to go to counseling because I yeah. had to deal with those emotions and sure. those feelings. And I think that's something we. As we talk in this podcast, never underestimate, never think that going to a counselor is not the best solution because I really believe there is value and there is obviously there's a spiritual side, but then there's a a physical side to what you're processing. So I definitely want to make sure I comment on that. And then, um, in terms of my loved ones, I think for them, just helping them understand we just needed to talk about it. I think one of the things that you think about this is, um, our, our, our siblings, they're all different. Yeah. Everyone thinks of things differently. They process and their grief looks different. Yeah. So being open and honest with ourselves mm-hmm. um, to having those transparent moments during the settling moment is really critical yeah. because we can't act like, like you said, if you've never lost. And my husband, both of our, um, his parents still live and it's a blessing, yeah. but he doesn't quite understand. Yeah. And so for him it's, you know, during the process it was like you don't understand. Yeah. Because you know, you weren't there. I mean, he was there. Now he was really great. He was a great yeah. I was like, Lord, you could have not have given me a better husband in this regard because I would have been clueless if I knew the steps. I've told my husband when I used to uh, we were dating. Yeah. You and your family are professional funeral goers because y'all know the steps. Y'all know everyone. So yeah. It worked out. But um I definitely understand. So, but with regards to the My Coins journal, um, I know it's such a topic that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. And I get it. But one of the things I like to think about is let's think about it, they just get sick. Yeah, because God is a healer. God can deliver and he can still sit, set He said free. His word is true. But let's talk about if they get sick in there in the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm. Right now
1: we're living during a pandemic where uh, people are acquiring COVID, but they're getting better. Right. But in that transition, some people are in the hospital for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we are realizing that is not stopping is what your bills. Yeah. And I often tell people that, OK, the bills are still coming. Um, the mortgage is still going to be due. Kids still have to go to school and those dues and all those fees have to still be paid. So the My Coins Journal um, helped with those chaotic moments by allowing people to document those uh, critical components of their life in one place. Mm. So if there was a suddenly moment you're not scrambling to go look for the information throughout their home or maybe you all, I mean, married couples, sometimes we just don't think about it. We're like, oh, he takes care of that or she takes care yeah. of it. But nobody really talks about the little minute details because the wife always pays the bills or so the husband leaves everything to her. But if the wife were to get sick, what does the husband do? Right. And I think the reality is, we're just bringing about a conversation. God strategically told me to finish this book because this conversation needs to be had because too many people are at, at a critical point where we just don't talk about it and we think we have time to get this information. And the reality of it is, just like we prepared for this um, particular day to be here. We're just preparing for, yeah. obviously, it's going to happen, but we're just helping our family in the in the process.
0: Yeah, helping them navigate during hearing the news like they've lost somebody. I mean, I can remember when I heard the news, I literally almost ran my car into a brick building. Yeah. I was so distraught, mm-hmm. got in my car and heard it that I was just like... You're. It's like you're in a dream.
1: You're in autopilot. Is what I tell people all the time. You're literally on autopilot. I mean, I literally was like what? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. And you're in this. You know. You're in denial. You're in disbelief. You're just like your emotions are everywhere. And yeah. I think at some point that's why. Um, as we were talking to, I've talked to people about this. Your brain, I really think, it's what called a, what a, a hijack. Mm-hmm. And your brain literally goes into another level because at this point it can't understand what. What's happening number one. And then number two is just trying to make sense. Again, we talked about a normalcy and it's trying to find normal um, during this chaotic moment. So uh, this journal helps navigate that because now I'm not having to be very, uh, I I don't have to struggle with thinking about what's going on. I have to be like, okay, I'm already in hijack. I'm already on autopilot. What is the answer? Because I can't even think right now. And it helps you doing that process.
0: Yeah. What would you say, like in your book, if somebody has lost a loved one and they're going through this season of suddenly and they're trying to scramble right now, get things together, or maybe they're in a place where, you know, they're like, I want to be better prepared. I need this journal. Mm-hmm. What is one of the things in the book that you talk about? Um, you know, that maybe we don't know when we get the suddenly news that some information that we would need to know. What is one of the things that you have in the book that's like, like you mentioned uh, earlier about the password of people's mm-hmm.
1: phones? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in the book, there's obviously a lot of great tools and gems that I've left. But let's think about a health care directive. A lot of times we don't think about, is that done? Mm. If so, who has it? Where is it? Because if you think about that, and that follows up with a power of attorney, um, and and again, these are simple terms. A health directive obviously allows your family member to make decisions on your behalf should something happen where you're unable to do so. And then a power of attorney, there are definitely several of them. There's medical, and then there's obviously other power of attorneys, but it gives the loved one access to be able to authorize and or sign on your behalf. Again, check with your attorneys, but in those two cases, if you think about it, if you're in that situation, you all should have had discussed, you yeah. know, what happens. And a lot of times, if you're in a situation like let's think about COVID, a lot of time every um one who's in that moment, you don't have that opportunity. Yeah. So we can't communicate because I can't even express to you, yes, you can be the power of attorney because I can't talk. Yeah. So if they're, um, if they get when they get the journal, rather, yeah. they'll see that they you'll have that question. If you don't have it, you'll check with your attorney and you'll get one filled out. But at the same time, should something happen now, you're prepared mm. that if that was to happen to you, your family can still be able to obviously access your money mm. um, at the bank because again, you have power of attorney. Mm. And now, again, you definitely want to make sure the right person has that because again, that person has access. Full access is if they were you, yeah, and that means they can get into your bank account and spend your funds. Mm. So you definitely want to make sure you um, do your due diligence there. But the reality of it is people still need to be able to have that access and your family does to be able to ensure that your um, bills and things of that nature continue um, as, you, as we're recovering. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah. So is the My Coins journal too, where they write all this information down? Yes. On them or the loved one, how does that work? So
1: obviously, if you were buying this for a loved one, mom, dad, um, you would obviously write one for them because their information is going to be different than your own. Okay. So you definitely will get more than one. Because again, your passwords, your account numbers to your light company, everyone is different, right? Yeah. Um, Your bank account information. So you definitely want to have one for them because it is definitely personal. It does ask for personal information. If you think about it, if something were to happen, I literally had a friend call me this week she needed to access something um but one of the things the journal does have is it asks for your name your social and your date of birth people again we don't think about these things but when you're calling companies and you're trying to do certain things yeah. guess what they're going to need that
0: information yeah. they will not provide Without it, and if you're like me, you don't even know your spouse's memory. I haven't even memorized my spouse's social. I couldn't even memorize my three kids' socials, let alone remember their birthday. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit different. I have my husband, <laughs> but I don't have the kids. <laughs> I was
1: like, they were like, "How did you know that?" I was like, "I may not know all of those, but I know his social."
0: <laughs> I walk into the doctor's office, and I'm like, they're asking my kids' birthdays. I'm like. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: Nah, I hear Y'all know that. Exactly. Like, I, that's all I remember now. I, like I said, I just, when they say social, I'm like, you might as well use mine because I don't know theirs. I don't know. Who
0: keeps with that? Right. But definitely. I know the husband's social. <laughs> all found in the My Coins Journal. Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay. So as we get ready to close out, tell us how people can find you on social media. Okay. And tell us how they can purchase your My Coins Journal. Perfect. So you can
1: be able to find me um, on Facebook at My Coins Journal, on Instagram at My Coins Journal, and we even are on Twitter at, again, My Coins Journal. And um, in order to be able to access get this journal, you can go on Amazon and again look up My Coins Journal, and you can put it in your cart today. And I'm sure it'll be there in a day or two. Or if you would like to look at other things that we offer, because we do offer T-shirts where we are promoting the Coins Kids, and that's a a new line that was birthed out of my daughter. She wants to be a Coins Kids because. In this regard, we're teaching kids about legacy. We're teaching them about Mm -hmm. values and understanding that um, although we don't talk about um, the death or just we're helping them prepare on all of the things that they're doing, the legacy moments that they're talking about, that they're creating, I I instill that in my daughter. So um, in order to find other different products that we offer, you can go on our website, www.mycoinsjournal.com, and you can go and look at the information there.
0: I love that. That's so cool. And I love how the the kids can play an aspect in that too with Coins Kids. It's so creative. I love it. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today on the podcast, Straight Talk With Hope. You guys go and check Brandy out on Instagram, follow her on Twitter and Facebook, and don't forget to hit up Amazon as she mentioned, to purchase the My Coins Journal. Look, if you're out there and you're going through a suddenly moment, know that you can be an overcomer. God is with you every step of the way through every season, even in the suddenly seasons. And as Brandy said, it is all going to work out. And this is a preparation tool that she has with My Coins Journal to help you guys navigate those suddenly seasons where. Trusting God in the spiritual realm, as well as in the natural journaling, all that information down in the My Coins journal is going to help you guys get through those seasons of difficulty. So Thank you so much for tuning in, Brandy. Thank you you for being here, being a guest on the podcast and know that God is for you. He believes in you. He loves you. And regardless of what you have lost in your life, that there is still hope for you. Peace out, guys. We'll see you back here next time on Straight Talk with Hope. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast, Straight Talk with Hope. If you enjoyed today's episode and it spoke to your heart, go on Apple iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. We love to see what you guys are saying about the podcast as well as sharing them on your social media platforms. If you want to learn more information about who we are, what we're doing, and where we're going, check out hopelamberson.com. You can also access us and follow us on all of our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. And let me tell you about something new that we have on Facebook. We have a private group open to anybody that is wanting to join the private group called Straight Talk with Hope. On this group page for Facebook, it is basically downloading devotionals, messages, topics you guys wanna discuss where we have conversations with each other who are in the group. I look forward to seeing you on there and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember, regardless of what you have lost, that there is still hope for you. We'll see you back here on the Straight Talk with Hope podcast.